I'm Matt Bush with BPR News. I'm joined by Asheville Citizen Times reporter Elizabeth Ann Brown. Elizabeth Ann, thank you so much for coming in today. Glad to be here. The urban legend of the three-legged bear in Asheville. Mm -hmm. You've been looking at this. First, how did this start? Well, it's entered the public consciousness after um, a Facebook group called Help Asheville Bears uh, formed. And um, the organizers behind it are very passionate advocates for uh, a bear that they've come to know and love in their area that they call Peaches. Uh, They noticed she had a experienced some sort of injury something had happened to peaches where she had lost a limb um after that they didn't see her for a while she since resurfaced but uh that that was the uh spark that kind of ignited the the fervor of help Asheville bears so uh it's certainly not a myth that there is are at least a handful of uh three-legged bears in the Asheville area the question is uh how how they came by these injuries so um Again, everything Help Asheville Bears does comes from a place of genuine advocacy. Um, Asheville is very fertile soil for anything um, animal rights. I think uh, our community does a phenomenal job um, keeping public officials honest and um, on target when it comes to uh, stewarding animals in the area. It's taking off in social media, but there was a little bit of how many of these right. three-legged right. bears were there. Was this an epidemic of them, I guess, right. for lack of a better word? Uh, and that's really where you started to dig in. So tell us more about that. So what's been tricky about this situation is um, the dynamic between the people behind Help Asheville Bears, who have not been very forthcoming about their identities, um, and the Wildlife Resources Commission. So the Wildlife Resources Commission um, is responsible for the management of uh, basically all wildlife in the area, as the name would suggest. Um, They kind of have a complicated legacy in that uh, a lot of management is harvest, is hunting. So I think that can um, raise the hackles of um, people who, who really care for the bears in Asheville. So the Wildlife Resources Commission is responsible for their welfare. They do studies like the um, urban suburban bear study that has uh, gathered such important data on Asheville's local population of black bears. Um, They keep tabs on hibernating mothers. They weigh and monitor cubs, uh, but they also sell, uh, you know, they're the ones you go to to get a stamp on your hunting license to harvest a black bear legally during black bear season in North Carolina. Um, So there is a lot of mistrust from uh, the people behind Help Asheville Bears towards the Wildlife Resources Commission. Uh, what's been really hard in this situation is um, that uh, Help Asheville Bears uh, has made clear on their page, and the only private message I've received from them um, described why they they would never provide the location of where the bears had been cited to the Wildlife Resources Commission. Um so the Wildlife Resources Commission has been pretty much crippled in any sort of investigative capacity and that you know, the, the only information they have to go on is on the level of a three-legged bear was sighted in Arden. Um, so I've been working with um, Sean Martin with their law enforcement branch of the Wildlife, Re- uh, yeah, Wildlife Resources Commission. And um, he, he just doesn't have a lot to go on. I think he's, he's uh, of course, if there are any traps afoot or any sort of illegal uh, poaching activities, He's very concerned about that, but um, the uh, people behind Help Asheville Bears are very concerned that uh, the bears will be euthanized, which, again, based on the statements I've I've received from uh, the Wildlife Resources Commission is not in the cards. Uh, a lot of the tripod bears uh, that they've seen are thriving. From what they've been able to gather and you know, 
not to have to be real graphic about mm-hmm. it, but I mean, from what they've been able to gather, when they've spotted the three-legged bears, I mean, what is causing some of these bears to lose one leg? I've spoken extensively with uh, the state black bear biologist uh, with the Wildlife Resources Commission. Her name is Colleen Offenbuttle. And um, she's worked with black bears along the East Coast in these mountain ranges for about 20 years. She's uh, handled um, at least a thousand live bears and thousands of dead bears. Um, she's the one they dispatch after um, a car strike to determine what's next for that bear if it does need to be euthanized out of mercy because some of the car strikes are pretty horrific. Um, but Colleen is, is confident that the injuries we've seen in the pictures are consistent with what happens to a black bear after um, or through a car strike. So um, black bears have a different center of gravity. They're very massive animals. They're lower to the ground. And um, how they get injured is, is similar to what happens to a deer or a dog. Um, so uh, as Colleen has explained, um, this can happen to bears. It's it's I think what has um, been hard for people to accept that this oh this was a car impact that that caused this uh, tripod bear to have what looks like very surgically precise uh, amputations. Um, it, they they struggle imagining how a car strike would have result in a limb just popping off. So what Colleen emphasizes is it's not it's not instantaneous. Like the bear will not walk away and then leave its whole limb there at the side of the car crash. So um, uh, according to Colleen, what she has seen several cases of in her time as the uh, black bear biologist, the uh, bears have, they break the limb, they break um, the bones, and then over time... Um, since there's nothing really holding um, the bone together other than uh, damaged skin, it does. It, this is a little graphic, but it did, does tend to just slough off. You know that either that through blood loss or infection, that does tend to that flesh tends to die, and so that you ended up with uh, what looks like a pretty clean wound. Um, so, as since Help Asheville Bears hasn't provided the locations of uh, the spottings thus far to uh, the Wildlife Resources Commission. Um, from what I understand, they don't plan to. Um, the uh, state biologists haven't been able to confirm um, how many how many tripod bears there are, in fact, in the area. And um, But it is, based on the pictures we've seen, um, pretty clear that none, not all of these injuries are new injuries. This is not a brash of three-legged bears. Uh, being created, whether by car or any other means. Um, so there's there's one out at the cliffs um, where uh, that bear is uh, has been the bear at the cliffs has been uh, seen continuously over the past five years and has been a tripod for five years. It's uh, the the wound is clearly furred over. It's thriving. We have several uh, images of mothers, tripod mothers with cubs that are doing well. They've been tripods for years. Um, so it's very likely that these uh, injuries and in this population, again, we don't know how many bears there are that are tripods, uh, have accumulated over time on the scale of like maybe even a decade. The concern that uh, Help Asheville Bears um, is putting forward is that there are illegal um foot trapping operations um, and the ones we see here are uh, the instances in which it's gone wrong um, essentially where the bear has gnawed off a paw or a limb in order to escape um, a, either a snare or a traditional bear trap like the big metal ones from the cartoons um, and uh, based on what what I've 
talked to, <laughs> reached out to dozens of biologists, um, or that's not fair, half a dozen biologists, uh, to talk about their, I can't find anybody who will say, yeah, I've seen a bear gnaw off their paw, or I've seen a case of a bear gnawing off their paw. Even, you know, uh, very few animals will actually gnaw off their paw from a trap. Um, it's a tremendously painful process and often involves uh, breaking, would, it would involve breaking bone, and it just, it just really doesn't happen that much. And bears aren't one of those animals, Correct. I'm guessing. Yeah. One of the things I think that, that comes into the whole sort of social media angle of this is the photos right. that have been posted. Um, and you've seen a bunch of them. And so is the investigation that you've, as you've looked at this, mm-hmm. how many of these photos are new? How many of these photos are maybe of the same bear at different stages? We hear all the time about, you know, uh, you know, sort of hoaxes and all that sort of stuff with photographs on social media. So uh, looking at that angle of this, mm-hmm. again, you said there is no way to tell right now, or at least the state has no way to tell how many of these kinds of bears exist. But because of the photos that you see on Facebook or mm-hmm. any other Instagram, other social media platforms, it might be conflating and making it look like there's a whole lot more than there are. So as you looked at it, how many of these photos are real? or hoaxes, or just repeat photos of the same bear? You know, it's hard for me to say whether or not um, they're repeat photos of the same bear. None of the, um, we did reverse image searches on all the um, pictures that Help Asheville Bears has provided us, and uh, they don't appear anywhere else on the internet. I do think the pictures are submitted from from people who are genuinely spotting bears in the area. But um, bears have a surprising range. They they can cover ground, even if they only have three legs. And um, so there there are, a, based, just based on like which limb is missing, you can um, parse out that uh, if we just look at the pictures, there are several bears based, you know, one's missing the left front leg, one's left, missing the back right leg. But um, it's, I, I have no way to know. Um, and I think, you know, black bears, do kind of look alike. You know, there's not a lot of facial features there. And um, it's it's hard even for a seasoned biologist to uh, distinguish one bare face from the next. Um, and especially at those that low resolution, there's just there's just no way to know. This also comes at a time where certainly it's become a thing for people in Asheville in particular to take photos of bears in sort of urban settings or suburban settings uh, and put that on, on social media. But also it comes at a time where the bear habitat in the area is getting threatened by a lot of the development that is happening here, too. So how much does that play into the urban legends of all these three-legged bears. You know, we have been seeing a lot of comments for people who have said, you know, I've, I've lived in this area since I was born. I've never heard of a three-legged bear. I've never seen a three-legged bear. So the, the organizers um, behind the page, uh, many of them have not themselves seen a three-legged bear. Uh, I do think it can, it can seem like um, the incidence of uh, – a phenomenon like a, a tripod bear is increasing when really it's just pe- more people are communicating. So uh, certainly there's uh, a lot of encroachment on um, the you know the last remaining wild forests in um, the due to the Blue Ridge Parkway and a lot of other you know scenic attractions here. Uh, we have a lot of car traffic uh, that does result in uh, you know more bear strikes. This is the densest area of uh, black bear population in the country. So it. Uh, it's, it's no surprise that uh, more and more uh, collisions are occurring. And uh, again, you know, now that everybody has a camera in their back pocket, uh, when you see something bizarre, you see an albino squirrel, you see a three-legged bear, uh, you can send it to everyone you know and plenty of people you don't as well. So I guess if you were to try to sum this up in like 30 or 60 seconds okay. to someone um, – there are th- are there three legged bears in Western North Carolina and Asheville, and uh, how prevalent are they? Um, 
There are indeed three-legged bears in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, a lot of them have been around for a long time, and um, they're in various states of healing. Um, how many is hard to say. I think a lot of people are uh, reluctant or um, flat out unwilling to uh, report the bear's location to the Wildlife Resources Commission for fear that they'll euthanize the bear. Um, so it's it's really hard to pin down a, a head count. But um, they're, they're milling around. Many of them seem to be doing pretty well. And um, it's there's been some very uh, passionate advocacy work on their behalf. But I do think this time um, there's plenty of things for bears to worry about. But uh, based on what the experts are saying, it's, it's not um, – it's not an epidemic. Of it's them. not an epidemic. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you'd like to add? Um, I think for, as as well, um, there's a notion that the Wildlife Resources Commission is trying to suppress this information, or that you know we buy into anything the Wildlife Resources Commission says. Um, I for sure went into this with an open mind and have reviewed every picture, every document that um, followers of Help Asheville Bears have sent my way. And um, I'm happy to wag a finger if fingers need wagging at, you know, uh, local agencies. But I, th- I think this time um, this is, is not what the bears have to worry about. Um, I think there's, you know, for sure there is legal harvest of black bears in North Carolina. Um, and uh, if, if you do see an illegal foot trap, report it to the Wildlife Resources Commission um, because that is – already in the state of North Carolina illegal, but um, especially when I'm confronted, when we we have on one side um, a group of people who are desperate to get this uh, phenomenon looked into but won't tell anyone where the bears are versus on the flip side, um, the scientists who have worked with these animals for 20 years. I've got to go with the scientists. Yeah. Elizabeth Ann Brown, thank you so much for coming in today and uh, covering this story. It's, I'm sure, been very fascinating. It has. <laughs> There's a lot to it, for sure. Thank you. Thanks.